to Argentine Updates. We are Agustina Lucas bringing you fresh news from the South. In this episode, we have news about Argentina COVID death surpasses 100,000, public salaries and private salaries, champions, Argentina clinch Copa America, and inflation out of control. Hello guys, sadly have really bad news from Argentina that reached 100,000 deaths till now. Argentina reached a somber milestone in its fight to control the pandemic as deaths caused by COVID-19 crossed 100,000 people on Wednesday afternoon. The death count puts the nation in the company of other 10 other countries that have suffered losses of 100,000 or more. According to data compiled by the World Health Organization, although Argentina's cases received from a peak in June, various lockdown restrictions have remained in place, including a rule last month that limits the number of travelers allowed to enter the country. The country implemented one of the world's strictest lockdowns last year, leading the economy to suffer a record constriction of around 10%. But a slow start to contact tracing allowed cases to continue swelling. In addition to the pandemic, the government is battling double-digit unemployment, rising poverty and inflation, running at around 50% annually. This goes opposite to a phrase that the president said at the beginning of the pandemic. I prefer 10% more poor and not 100,000 deaths. Sadly, in just 500 days of the pandemic, Argentina reached both targets. In terms of vaccination, which is the hope around the people, it's around over 45% that have received its first jab, while only the 11% received both. We hope that these numbers will increase as the process accelerates before elections. That's sad. That's, that's really sad. And it's so ironic to read that, that I prefer 10% more poor. I remember that, that phrase that uh, went all around the media, you know, that was in the middle of the, of the toughest lockdown we have ever had. And he was going through all the media saying, I prefer more poor, but not. Man, that was crazy. Yeah, he, said he, said he prefers uh, people over money, over economy. Mm-hmm. And sadly, he had both. Uh, they they yes. have a really bad management of the pandemic, and and also people, Argentinian, uh, Argentinian citizens take really serious the first lockdown, and they really stay at home. Yes. And nobody was in the streets, like nobody. You can see videos. It looked like a desert. Yeah, just like a desert. The the most important. Uh, highway in Argentina was empty, like totally empty. No, no even trucks taking food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people took it seriously. That's right. Yes, we did. Uh, you know, when he said that in the first place, in the country we only had around 200 cases. I mean, I was so stupid to say that in that context. Uh, I mean, you don't dare to say that something like this in the current context of around 20,000 people uh, getting sick every day. 
um, people getting vaccinated at 100 people, 100,000 people per day. I mean, we are going so slow, so slow. But also, Tim, as you as you say in your in your topic of the day, uh, Argentina was hit very very hard by COVID. Uh, I mean, we all know somebody who passed away because of COVID, and it's, it's really so sad, you know. People people never never expect expect death, you know, of course, but. When you, when people die so young, sometimes so young, it is so painful, so, so painful. We, with Austin, we are a very close friend from one guy that, that passed away one year ago. And we remember always very happily about him, about Leonardo. And, well, I, I don't know, all the time is, is crazy. People are, people, people died a lot in March, in the second wave, in March, between March and May, it was crazy. Um, yeah. We all know somebody that died because of COVID in Argentina. That's the more important statistics. Oh, that's the more important statistics you can ever heard of. We all know somebody who somebody passed away that's of right. COVID nineteen. Okay, so to change a, a little bit of the humor of the of the podcast and improve a little bit of the cases, we're going through private salaries against public salaries. A new study assures that public salaries are 26% higher in average over the private salaries. So this came along today because the chief minister went today to the Congress and he gave all the information that he gave like usually like once per three months. And he gave this information, this piece of information that public salaries are higher than private salaries. And this is so, this is so true, this is so true. You know, I don't know how do you, how do you experience this whole thing, but from my point of view, when I was studying at, at university, in, I was in the second year, you know, I, I studied law. At, at the university and second year, people were doing their best to get into justice, you know? And now as you're going to be in the, in the information that I brought here today, uh, justice is one of the best payers, best salary payers in the entire country. Have you experienced something like this in your studies? Well, being in justice, I think, Lucas, is, is really important. It's the, the, the main, the main power of the three in a democratic and republican country that takes control on everything and keeps everything like the war itself, it's justice, you know, if something or someone do something wrong, there must be some rules to contain that and to put bad people uh, in, in, the, in the right way, we would say. So, that salary is maybe a little bit high mm -hmm. above the, the minimum salary, but the, the the job that they do is really important to the country. Yeah. Sadly, sadly here in Argentina, probably the citizens think that the justice is kind of corrupt. Sure. So the the high salary is not like justified. But I'm, I'm not arguing against the salaries of the justice. I'm arguing against 
the huge gap that right. there is between a private salary and salary of the justice, you know? For example, just let me know, you, as a student of architecture, have you ever experienced that people that work for the state are privileged? Uh, they are in somehow being paid more than if you work for the private sector or not? Yeah, here in Argentina, I feel like, like yes. If you go to a private sector, you will have more restrictions and probably more taxes on your salary. Responsibilities also. More responsibilities. And if you go just to a public sector and work over there, you have more like freedom because you are working for them and for the control entity. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's kind of weird, you know, that the, the, that the government had that much power. For example, I, today I went to the supermarket. Did you? Yeah, and it, it surprised <laughs> me because the cashier told me, did you work as a public worker? And I said, no, why? Oh, because there are a 15% discount for public workers. Uh -huh. So it was like, what? So if you work for the state, you have better salary and also you have discounts. And you have benefits. And you have benefits. Mm -hmm. And you probably have less taxes. And you always have your salary paid because the company will never broke. And over the pandemic, every... And they will never fire you as well. Yeah, they will never fire you. <laughs> so it's kind of like... It's, it's kind of unfair for the private sector that they have that much uh, benefits sure over them. Sure it is. Because the private sector just put a lot in risk to put a company for example, as someone who built computers, if uh, tomorrow anybody else wants computers, he will be broke and he will be never can build any computer and all the money he puts in that company will be lost. <laughs> so he the people risk. that took risks are not rewarded enough? Yeah, they're just like, they laughed in their faces. Oh, okay. I okay. think that it's like that. I think this, I think the same. I think that the gap is so, so high yeah. that then you are always encouraged to work for the state. And it, I think it shouldn't be like that. Mm -hmm. you know? It shouldn't be like that because private sector is the, th it's the sector that push the country forward. Is the, is the sector that gives employees, gives employment and also develops the country and make, it, make the real economical growth. So without that, then you cannot push forward, you cannot grow, and you cannot improve the quality of life only with the state. Okay, so going back to the document that Cafiero brought today to the Congress, really, I'm going to tell you what he said today. He said that the highest salaries in the public sector are employees from the justice and in the second place, those who work for national and provincial banks, both receiving a medium salary of around, pay attention guys, gross income of 245,000 pesos per month. This is around 3.5x higher than the salaries paid in average for the public health system, even now, around in the middle of a huge pandemic. I mean, 
the most important pandemic for the past 60 years, yeah, 100 years, years, I don't know. So, but even in the pandemic, they gained 3.5x more that the people that work in the health system and that they put they li- they their, their lives, their lives in risk to save the others every day. That's right. So, uh, health salaries are around gross income 70,000 pesos per month. Um, now, to go to compare with the private sector, the living salaries are mostly supported by strong unions. So, like transportation, private banks, and essential supplies, like, for example, electricity, water, and gas. These salaries go, in average, up to $152,000, so thousand pesos, of course, 152,000 pesos per month. And this, is, this only represents 62% of the highest salaries of the public sector. This is it, man. This is all yeah. I can say today about salaries. I don't want to talk anymore. Yeah, those numbers is like kind of ridiculous. Ridiculous. People put their lives to save others, like uh, doctors, and well, they, they don't get paid as they should be paid. And I mean, what do you think about how much should you be paid? I think you should be paid the amount you produce. The amount is a way to measure your productivity, your knowledge. But here in Argentina, the system is so weird, you know, so weird, and also your effort. But in Argentina, the system is so weird. Those who are paid more are those who belong to a sector, to a sector that is supported by strong unions. So that's the key here in Argentina, strong unions. If you belong to a strong union, like for example, truck driver, if you're a truck driver, then you are good, you are doing, you're getting a good wage for your work because you're in camioneros with our com- <laughs> with our friend Hugo Moshana, such a corrupt guy. But I don't know, how, how do you see this, this topic, Otin? Yeah, I see it like it's, it's sad to see all these numbers and all these people are just managing as they wish the wage of, of the people. Uh, because the, the ones who really deserve it doesn't have the wage they, they, they deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like it's like weird where the attention of the politician is in Argentina. Uh, it's just probably in their friends' pockets. Uh, well, that's a thing that had been happening in Argentina in the last probably 60 years, 70 years. Mm-hmm. We are two young guys, uh, we get an effort to go to university, try to study, to get uh, a degree, and we really wish that Argentina go better. We really had that wish in our minds, and we would love to keep living here and, and get this country better. We, we, really, we really want that. And one great, really, really great news we have is that Argentina clinched Copa America. He's the new champion. Lionel Messi wins his first trophy with the national side, thanks to Angel Di Maria goal. Angel that's, a, that's a beautiful goal, by the way. Yeah, it was a really tricky goal to the Brazilian goalkeeper. So, Angel Di, Angel Di Maria, 
So, Angel Di Maria, goal, gave the Albi Celeste a 1-0 win over host Brazil in the Copa America's final cup on Saturday. The final was the first match That was live TV at the moment that Messi rolls out. Rolls the cap for every Argentinian. At the match, Argentina played with aggression and commitment, but no lack of quality with Di Maria's tormenting Brazilian's defense. After 20 minutes of the match, every Argentinian all over the world celebrates the first and decisive goal that 70 minutes later make Argentina's captain, Lionel Messi, lift the Copa America trophy to cheers of his teammates and millions of fans back home. Man, I was so scared. All the second half, I was so scared. Brazilians were coming from all over the world, coming from the north, coming from the south. <laughs> I was so scared. Really. I always remember one passage of The Simpsons that says, the Iscardinho goes and pass it to the Derechinho <laughs> and Iscardinho goes and no, goes, no, goes. No, no. Yeah, it was it was kind of, of creepy see those Don't yellow t shirts just run over running as our... fast as a lightman. Yeah. And just talking to our goal. I think, oh man, I hope Dibu does a good job. Yeah, Dibu Martinez really did a really good job as as a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now and last topic of the day, we're going to talk about inflation. Absolutely out of control. Oh, look at what? What's that sound? That's the sound of, of poetry, man. This is money printing. Oh! That is skyrocketing here in Argentina and in some other countries, as I know. United States dollar is reaching now all-time high in Argentina, 178 pesos per one single dollar. This is getting, woo, this is getting weird here. So now to let you know, guys, Argentina annually, annually surpasses a 50% inflation. That's in average over 4%, okay? In average, this is getting really crazy. Um, salaries, of course, are not going as fast as inflation. So there is an increase in the real salary of the, of the workers here in Argentina. When the year started back in January, the government said that they were expecting 29% of inflation, but now that is just a joke. We are going through uh, over 30 right now, and we are just starting July. And they said that, okay, it can go up to 33, but it is also a joke. So now guys, we are, we have like a tough year. It's going to be tough, going to be very, very uh, creepy, as Agustin said today, because you know, they're going to slow it down as as much as they can, all up to the elections, and then something is and going then to is blow off. Something yeah. is going to explode, honey. Yeah. And it's the inflation. Yeah, exactly. They and the price chance. of the three dollar, because as I told you before, one hundred and seventy-eight is the price of the three dollar, not the official one. You cannot buy the official one by any way. So 
you can only buy a free one in the in the streets, whatever. Yeah, as we told you in the uh, previous episode. Yeah, in previous episode we told you that the gap was huge. So now, what what does the government says as an alibi for all this? So they say that because of the global pandemic, the economy the global economy is kind of messed up. So they say that there is a increase of the prices of the commodities that then also increases the prices for Argentine supplies and Argentine food. So then that pushes up the inflation. But the truth is that there is inflation because there is a mission of, of there is money printing going all day, all day, 24-7. And that's why this inflation in Argentina also the prices of the of the lights, the gas, the fuel are controlled very very tight from the state, and they are not going as fast as inflation. So even though some of the prices are controlled and are choked by the government, prices are increasing anyway, and the, the prices that they cannot control. Uh, are also increasing and they are pushing the average of inflation up to 50% per year. So guys, enjoy. Thank you for listening to us again. Hope you have a really, really, really excellent weekend yes. and see you next Friday. And enjoy Argentina is the champion of America! Argentina! 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 Argentina. Argentina.